Hey Alive Tribe, you already know you're made for an incredible amount of more. This podcast is about showing up for all the things. Showing up for your life, for your mindset, and for your dreams. And now, here's your girl, Miriam Graw. Guys, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to bring you something that is so close to my heart. It is something that is me, something I've lived in, loved, relished, protected, grew over the last 18 plus years. Now there's parts of what I'm going to be sharing. There's parts that go farther back. But why is the 18 year mark more significant to me? It is because two beautiful things collided at that time in my life. And I had shared that on another podcast. Um, Two things collided over that time in my life. But even before I realized how, hey, well, you know what? Those things collided that same time. Um, In 18 plus years ago is when I began to regularly journal. Okay. Um, And that was also the year that for the first time I heard God speak directly to me. Now, if you read my post today, um, my post said, you know, 18 years ago, I didn't know anything about yoga. I didn't know anything about the millionaire's daily habits and rhythms. And I didn't know that I could hear Jesus speak directly to me or that the believer can hear Jesus speak directly to us guys. Um, Why do I say those three things? (laughs) Well, because I don't really know that much about yoga. And I'm all I know is pretty controversial. But those that teach it do teach about everything being in alignment and guarding that space and, you know, being in tune. And, you know, I don't even know what the verbiage all is. But all I notice is like, wow. I've been doing that for 18 plus years, non yoga. (laughs) All right. Um, The millionaire, why did I bring in the millionaire's habits? Well, probably because over the last five years, I began working from home. And so I get into a lot of um, online spaces where I hear about the amazing daily habits that million dollar earners do. and, And I'm like, wow. There again, I see things that I've been doing 18 plus years, not realizing that million dollar earners do that. And it's just like one of those things I find super interesting now that I'm in business. (laughs) All right. Now, what about why do I bring in that I've never knew then about hearing Jesus speak that he can speak directly to us is because in fact, guys, I never heard the word um, prophetic or prophecy. Well, I heard the word prophecy because even in the Bible belt, they will talk about that. (laughs) Um, But not about, you know, current prophetic things. Um, The only thing I seemed to ever hear about in the prophetic was Oh, the Bible's being fulfilled. It was, that was prophesied. And actually, to be quite honest, a lot of it sounded scary. <laughs> Usually. Um, so I never really had any, I didn't have any training on the prophetic of how God delights 
and longs to speak to us and about it being the fruit of the Holy Spirit or the gift, a gift of the Holy Spirit. So I do want to tell you I'm not coming from an expert. I'm coming um, I'm coming as an expert just from my own personal story <laughs> because um, I really I really believe that God he 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 takes when we're hungry he takes that hunger and he feeds us he his word says when you search for me with your whole heart you'll find me and these couple things I listed to you guys whether it's people diving into yoga to find that quietness and that alignment or whether it's the million dollar earner who loves Jesus or doesn't love Jesus they are seeking to journal and keep gratefulness journals and do all the things or whether it's um, and how all this can tie into God prophetically um, speaking to us today it's just to me you might be like how in the world but to me um, it's powerhouse these these different things so I'm gonna attempt to bring it to you guys what um, what's changed my life in hopes that it's going to have a super huge impact on your life because literally it changed everything for me, what I learned um, 18 plus years ago. Now, previous to that, um, let me just, I know we got all the personality things, right? So I don't really know what all my personality is. I just know I, I'm a lot of yellow. I'm a lot of blue. <laughs> I'm deep, it's like this. I'm deeply loyal. I'm a little on the outgoing side. Um, I, they would call me an extrovert. Um, but I didn't even realize it till I was an adult that although I seem to be out there, um, I have a very introvert need to be in to to have my space by myself um some time to myself to refill well here's the thing actually i really believe that's within all of us whether we feel the need or not the need is there especially in a very electronic driven world now more than ever it is crucial to have that space guys where you're able to have quietness to relish quietness that space literally guys that's how everything sorts and I am going to try to bring you this we will not cover all of it today um, so let's take some baby steps forward all right, so before 18 plus years ago, much, much, much before that, I tended to jot down a lot of thoughts. I soon started realizing, man, I think I just really like writing. Um, and then even more so when a lot of things shifted in my life as a youth, a lot of things shifted, I began to have a need to sit quietly by myself, like on the front porch, watching the sun go down. And oftentimes as a youth, what I was doing was I was questioning God about a lot of things. So one of the things I want to tie in today, before we even deep dive into 
what radically changed my life, like really what amazingly changed my life 18 years ago, um, I want to first touch on the fact that if you are so polite with the Lord that you have these questions, but you're not going to him and asking him about them because you're just way too polite because you already know what the Bible says and because your questions look like you're doubting the Bible. And so you're way too kind or polite to bring those before Jesus. That's one of the key things I want to say today that the life that I'm talking about and the life that I've lived and I've relished immensely these 18 years. But like I said, it started much before that, but it's because I questioned things. I was not so polite, I guess you could say that I kept those questions to myself. No, I brought my questions to the Lord. So in trying to bring you guys this amazing stuff, like it's so amazing and it's so intricate and complicated and yet together it makes one beautiful bow. (laughs) I mean, it's only God can take these things and do that. Um, But in order to even try to remotely be able to get you guys what you need, I have to go back and, 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 and look back and say, but why? But why? Why all the things? Like, why, why do I journal and, and hear from the Lord? And why am I seeing answers? Um, why can I walk in peace when the world isn't at peace? And why can I still laugh? And why can I be immensely happy? How can I help you guys experience this and relish it? Well, see, it's not just a list. I can't just give you a one, two, three, and this will change your life. See, everybody's out there giving one, two, threes that supposedly change lives, and they don't. Because quite honest, a lot of stuff is just so recycled and recycled, and and it loses its even power to impact. And when I bring this, I'm like, oh, man. But why? What really was it? Where did it start? And so even though, even though when I was going to bring you this, I wasn't even thinking to, that I should first of all set the foundation to be, that it's okay to question God. It, it, what I was going to bring you, it's not even about that. <laughs> it's not even about questioning God on all the things but yet that all set the foundation for me to enjoy and love and totally relish the life I do so I want to just I want to set the foundation or get it out of the way that first of all if you are so polite with the Lord that you cannot and will not question him then Maybe we need to look at that and don't turn the podcast off yet, because I think if you hear me out, you understand where I'm coming from and why it might just be okay. I don't disregard the fear of God that the word of God teaches. I don't disregard any of that. 
So, oh my goodness, I don't know how to tie all this <laughs> into one thing. So like I said, this is not going to just be today. So something I've did, and I don't know when I've started it, but this goes way, 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 way back. I don't, I questioned God before, but to help you understand why I believe it's okay to bring those questions is because another thing that I do is I, I picture the Lord. Okay. So there again, we're not going to talk a lot about imagination today. And I know that's going to sound weird to a lot of y'all because we all think imagination must be like, we think, Oh, imagination's good in our kids. Then we think, um, well, imagination's good in the teenagers, except not too much. Right. So we start casting bad light on imagination when our imagination and being able to, I mean, guys, goodness, the visions and then and the things we envision that are from the Lord. Guys, a lot of that is tied in. I mean, you imagine things before it actually happens. Right. So here's the thing. I, for a very long time, had this particular place where I I have three places, <laughs> three places where I really love to visit the Lord. Um, but I don't, you know, and, and it's funny because I can be sitting in my living room. I can be driving my car through the mountains. I can be out on my back porch. I can be sitting at a coffee shop. I can be sitting lakeside, no matter where. But I have three favored places where I literally allow myself to truly envision that I am right there with the Lord because we are with him God guys he he lives in us he is here but sometimes it is really hard to remember that he's here and he seems far away and he's this great big God and I know he holds me in his hand but how little I must be and no 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 when you have that of course, it's hard to question because we oftentimes form God by how we view our, our own dads. And my dad was one that it was amazing man, by the way, amazing man. And I don't know if it was the military in him or what, but it was like, he was also very cut and dry. Like if he said it, then I do it. And I really thought God was like that guys. I mean, like do it or you're being cut off. Now my dad, <laughs> um, you know, very army-ish. Well, he wasn't going to cut me off. If I didn't do it. Like just, okay, no inheritance. Right. <laughs> but still I knew to obey. And I really thought God was like that very cut and dry. Um, but no, 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 no. Guys, he's like, he's like, he's the most perfect dad, the most perfect father, the most perfect listening ear, the best advice giver. But if we're so polite that we don't come to him with these questions, but yet, let me tell you, if you're so polite that you don't come to God with your questions, those questions are your hang up more than you realize. Those things that you are afraid to question but that those questions that you don't want to bring, they're still in there and they're your hang up. What about if you brought them to your heavenly dad? 
What if you brought them to him? What if you did? Maybe like your girl over here does. I have three favorite places where I picture the Lord and I at. Okay. Um, I don't know if I've ever told more than one or two people what I picture, but for the sake, man, for the sake of being vulnerable to you guys, I think I'm just going to share some examples. And I'm just like over here questioning myself if I want to do this or not. Because you know what I mean? I'll talk quicker and then kind of regret it later. Like, why am I sharing all my best kept stuff? (laughs) Um, But here's the thing. We're living in different times. And I don't say that for you to lean into fear. Because I believe that what the enemy meant for evil, God is going to do something very beautiful through it. But with that, I also realized that I've got to be willing as well to be vulnerable and share things with you that just might really super much impact your life, even if they're my dearest things in my heart. Um, okay, so one of the places, and it was my first place, and I don't know, I'm going to credit it to all the Bible story books out there that always picture Jesus sitting on a rock, and we're just sitting right there, the children around the rock, remember? Remember all those little, I think that's why I did this first, um, is because from as little as I can remember, that's always how I seen Jesus sitting on a rock with the children all around him. So through the years, you know, I'm not a little child. So when I'm sitting at that rock, I'm more like one of the Marys sitting around, sitting at the rock or at Jesus feet. And I sit there and I'm kind of propped on the rock, probably my arms on the rock and Jesus is sitting there and I'm looking up and we're just having a chat because he remember I am looking at him as my heavenly father my dad and we talk and I tell him all the things because why does a daughter have to be so polite with her dad that you cannot question guys that's not relationship relationship means you can bring your questions because you're hoping there's answers and and how are you going to get the answers if you're afraid to ask the questions? So when I'm when I'm thinking of moving ahead with this topic for you guys, first today that's what I want you to learn today is what is it that you're questioning? Are you questioning right now if God is even good because of what happened in our world and that our world everything's just so confusing some days? I mean like I'm starting to go into stores and it feels more normal. And I'm just like, oh, I love this. But guys, I worked hard to not let it steal my peace in the middle of it. But if it did steal all your peace, there's no condemnation here. We're going to take care of that. So that way, so that way you are equipped because life's all about going into things, coming out of things, being in the middle of things. So I want you to be more equipped for whatever else in your life. Um, guys, it's okay. If that's, if that's where your hangup is, you don't want to take those feelings any further into 2021. So before I even give you my best kept secrets for how, and I don't even like the word secret, but I don't know what else to say. My best kept stuff my treasure chest of stuff for how I live a joy-filled, amazing life in Jesus. Guys, I'm by no means perfect, okay? Like, for real, if y'all would only know how much stuff, 
has rained down on my life in the last several years, you would know I am talking with no thing of, oh, my life's just so perfect because I do all this. No, no, no. Um, and if you're thinking, oh, man, I'm real let down. I, I was hoping if I do all those things, you're getting ready to tell me my life would be perfect. Well, then I'm going to tell you that's not the case either. But there is something amazing about being equipped. And that's what this is all about. Um, but what was I saying? <laughs> um, before I give you these things that I do, those my treasure, my treasure chest, my best stuff. You're probably not going to enjoy it like I do. If you don't first get nice and honest with Jesus. Use your imagination a little bit today. Just go back to the storybook one. As childish as that might sound, that's okay. We're supposed to have a childlike faith anyway. You'll get creative down the road. You'll get creative. I have a couple other places I meet Jesus. You'll get creative. I'm going to tell you one more place. So my Jesus is a king, right? Our God is a king. So I figured, wow, well, king, what do they have? A palace, right? What do they have? They have gardens in the palace. All these beautiful gardens. Oh, my goodness. I picture, I picture like the wrought iron kind of, you know, patio sets and, you know, guys, Jesus and I have a, favored place where we sit across from each other and I visit with him today the biggest thing I want you to get out of this podcast is let down all your guards and walls and we have to have those with other people but you don't have to with Jesus you might be like no I don't but that's one reason you're so polite, I think. Maybe. Let the walls down. Pitch yourself with Jesus. Don't be all polite like you're sitting with me in a coffee shop for the first time. Because I guarantee it. It's going to take a little bit before you and I, the ice break. And we're actually going to be our true selves. <laughs> usually that happens over time. And usually, you know, I'm like my best self. And I'm like... It's just crazy, right? Until we get comfortable with someone. All right. But you don't have to do that with Jesus, but it might take a little bit of practice, but sit yourself down with Jesus. Now, you now, uh, <laughs> before I finish the podcast, I'm going to say, you're going to be like, well, what does that even look like? Like, how do I even do this? All right. So here's going to be our first couple steps. And these are steps that will change your life. These aren't diluted. These are real. Go find somewhere quiet. Somewhere where you won't be interrupted. If you're a mama and a wife listening in today, have your husband babysit the kids. Go somewhere quiet. Maybe the, maybe your husband will take the kids out to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and you'll be home. He can bring you some Chick-fil-A home. Um... Turn on some soft music. Get everything nice and quiet. Put your phone away. Put it away. I'm sure your husband can call someone else if he needs something. Put your phone away for a little bit, guys. Get yourself quiet. Now, this part is going to take practice. 
you're going to get yourself in a quiet place. And trust me, when you're sitting there, you're going to think, did Billy put his flip-flops on before he left? Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he probably did. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I hope my husband didn't forget his wallet. No. Okay. Your thought, that's exactly what's going to happen. Especially if your husband left with the kids, you're going to like, no, quiet it all down. Then you're going to think, I'm supposed to call my mom today. No, quiet the thought. Soft music. You're going to lean into just the music and a very good tool to help you quiet yourself. Don't pray about anything other than praise. All you're going to do is you're going to praise the Lord. Okay. God, thank you that you're so amazing. Thank you for all your blessings on my life. Thank you that you sent your son to die. Thank you. You're so good. Thank you. Thank you. You're so good. Thank you. You're so good. And you're hearing the soft music and all you're doing is you're quieting yourself. Don't be frustrated if it takes a couple times to get this, guys. But when you are quiet, and I remember first having to quiet myself and it was hard because all the noise. And guys, that was back before we had the tendency to practically live on our phones Quiet yourself. And now you've thanked, you've praised Jesus. You've thanked him for his goodness, right? You said, God, you're so awesome and you're amazing. And you sent your son and thank you. And you're good. And you hold me and you love me. Thank you. There's no other like you. I love you, Lord. You're so precious. I love you, God. Everything's nice and quiet, guys. I want you to relish that. And then I want you to come back to next week's podcast for the rest.